Welcome to the Anger Management Podcast. It's that time of the week again, Liam. We're back. We're back. <laughs> we're big. We're bad. <laughs> we're barely conscious. I don't even know and anymore. We're, and we're still here. We're still here. We're joined in the studio today by my lovely, beautiful friend, Fiona Barker. <laughs> Say hi, Fee. Hello, Fee. <laughs> <laughs> We thought we needed a bit a bit of a female presence. I noticed on the first female. Actually. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. become a bit of a sausage fest over yeah, the well. over the preceding sausage weeks. Sausage party. Yeah, well, there you go. That's between us. So we <laughs> thought we we thought you'd get get you in fee to um, offer a balanced viewpoint. Yes. Matriarch society. There you go. There yeah, you go. That's it. We don't want to get shouted at, do we? So it's the anger management podcast with me, Andy Stevenson. Me, Liam Simcox. And our special guest, Fee Barker. There you go. Are we, are we addressing you as Barker these days, Fee? Yes, is, I is that my what name. it is? Oh, did you change yes, it back? Yes, went back to my maiden oh, name. Oh, right, okay. I'll tell the listeners a little bit about our background. Mm. I've known Fiona for, oh, God, about 30 years now. Mm. A long, long time. I first met you. My dad used to deliver milk to you, he did. didn't he? <laughs> when, you, when you lived down the road. Churnit Valley Road. Yeah, yeah, mighty Churnit Valley Road. Showing your age now. It's a great guys. place. And Fee had just moved in. She, she'd had her first child, Josh. Mm. No, Josh was, gosh, Josh was about four. Oh, was he four? So yeah. Joe had just been born yeah. then at that point. The big one. Yeah, the big lad. He's a colossus, <laughs> Joe is. The brick. But um, that's how I first got to know Fiona, knocking on a door collecting milk money mm. on, a oh, Friday, on a Friday night. And uh, it ended up, um, Josh, Fiona's son, ended up being one of my very best friends. And yeah. we still are to this day. Aww. We used to work together and we've had some we've had some laughs over the years. Um so we we really bonded over music, yeah. I think. Music yeah. and Star Wars, Star most Wars. probably. Star Wars. I think, I think that was the, the two things that we really, really enjoyed. So um, bonded, we argued. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fiona's one of the very few people who knows exactly how to put me in my place. She's got... She's got just to... lift him up and put him on a top shelf. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> straight in. I like Fio- it. Fiona coined the phrase... We live in a, in a village called Kingsley Holt, and Fiona coined the phrase... The whole Hobbit, <laughs> which I thought was very, oh. very descriptive. You know, last week we were on about nicknames. <laughs> yeah. That was another one. Oh, you managed to leave that one out, Steve. Th- thanks to Fiona, that one was. Kept that one quiet. But, um, Frodo. Fi- f- yeah, Frodo <laughs> was another one. Airy feet, all kinds of stuff. But we, um, yeah, we, we bonded pretty much o- over music, I think. Um, mm. And you were a performer. I was. For quite a while, weren't mm. you, Fee, as mm. well? Um, yeah. She do, she you do some very good country style. Do a bit of everything. Bit, of, bit of warbling. I did. Bit of warbling. Well, it's been difficult for everybody, hasn't mm. it? But you you you've, you stopped a couple yeah. of years ago now. Well, due to different changes in life, you had to stop. But it wasn't easy getting the gigs anymore. So no, it, it, it's I, yeah, I'm speaking from experience as well. Uh, yeah, it's it's difficult to get to get decent paying shows these days and. Um, I used to enjoy watching you. I thought I thought you were great. You you did mainly cover stuff, didn't you? And we've oh, done yeah. we've done some bits and bobs together over the yeah, years, and yeah. I've done the sound sound for you gigs and that. Did loads of charity stuff, which I liked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was uh, it it was interesting, interesting times. So, um, we're gonna have Fion for the duration. Yeah, of, of episode five. We yes. haven't got a title for this one yet. No. I changed my mind on the title. We were going to call the last one, episode four, A New Hope. Yes, Fee. I did notice. But we, we changed it to members only. Oh, um, for the members story. I won't ruin it for anyone who hasn't no. seen episode four yet. No. But um, that is the most I've laughed in a long time. I was you still laughing about stitches. that three days later. You were gone. It I couldn't killing. stop laughing. I couldn't stop laughing. It was killing you me. had so to go to a song. <laughs> so thanks for that, Luke. Yeah. We enjoyed that one. Yeah, cheers, Luke. We've... Um, We've even had a donation this week, Liam, haven't we? Tell, tell the listeners. 
I know, our very first donation ever. So, um, how much was it, Steve-O? It was £20. £20? Well, it didn't end up being £20 because PayPal dived straight in there and took 19p offers. Well, oof, you know, because you know. they need that 19p. <laughs> yeah, of course they do. do. Big company like that. Struggling one. a bit. Yeah, but if uh, if you want to donate to us or anything like that, I mean, we, you can support us in any way, shape or form. It can be anything from 10p to £100, whatever you want to generate, uh, whatever you want to donate. You know, Bill Gates might listen and well, just yeah. knock us a cool <laughs> million off. Yeah, go on. Well, No more podcasts for you, what? <laughs> You're coming I'm to retiring. work. You're coming to work for me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, obviously, there's uh, in the link tree. You can see it at the top of the link tree. That'll be wherever you listen to this podcast right now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on the YouTube video. You'll see the link down below, and you can support the podcast any way, shape, or form. It really does help us out a lot. We are we are going to be championing a uh, a new initiative aren't we, Liam? It's going to be called the, the Buyers of Brew yes, initiative. very British. <laughs> Me and Liam drink copious amounts of tea. As, as yes. regular listeners or viewers will know, we also present two shows on the radio, yes. on, on a, a local radio station, and um, we drink tea like it's going out of fashion. <laughs> yeah. So we're basically just trying to plug the um, Buyers of Brew yeah. initiative, which basically means do, donate 50p, or if you want buyers both a brew, a quid yeah like, it really yeah. really helps it does, the lights honestly. on you don't run on run no. on good faith you know don't run on dreams this podcast does it it's like it's like that though interview when you go to it when you try and get gigs mm. and and the promoter will say yeah i can't can't pay in money <laughs> pay in exposure yeah and oh. I, i'm like what are oh, you fucking kidding me what does it do i'll tell you what i'll ring <laughs> empower right <laughs> like, help me you know that 125 quid uh, bill mm. i've got that lucky bill yeah well i was just thinking if you'd take if you'd take these exposure tokens what well i got paid in exposure by by this venue so i'm wondering if you'd just accept them <laughs> kids are freezing to death but you know i've got all this exposure <laughs> what does he do take his top off pay you in exposure Gits, gits. <laughs> I, I had, I had one. I think it was, I think it was two, about two years ago, and I had this guy. He'd, um, he contacted me to play to do an acoustic performance, solo mm. acoustic performance at. Um, it's like a birthday party, I think. I can't, I can't remember. It was ages ago, and I was, I was back and forth with him for about three days about, about. Um, the venue and PAs and all the rest of them, blah, 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 how long he wanted the set for B and what songs he wanted to play and blah, blah, blah. And when it finally came down to the, right, okay, mate, that's all sorted. I've booked it in the calendar. I've been <laughs> arsing around for three days with you. Um, if you could leave me a 50 quid deposit and the rest will be payable upon completion of the gig. Yeah. Is it paying you and an exposure? Was I could almost hear the, the, like, the shock <laughs> come down the internet cable. You know what I mean? Like... <gasps> I got this yeah (laughs) I got this I got this message back and it was like payment question mark and I I I was like yeah you know for for the gig that we've been on about for the last three days mate the Saturday night primetime gig right oh dear oh I can't I can't pay you mate he says I can't can't pay you and I said, so let me get this right. You want me to drive to wherever it was, Nantwich or somewhere. Said, you're not you going to pay me. Let me drive Nantwich. You want me work for three hours, mm. right, outside, right, on a Saturday night, and you don't want to give me any... He, t- he texts me like he says, I can give you some barbecue food. Oh, my right? God. Barbecue food, right? And wow. I says to him, I says, I'll tell you what, mate, right, this is what you can do. Give a plumber a ring, right? Tell him you've got, tell him you've got a, a, a bit of a bad, um, 
We've got a special guest. We've got a special guest here. Oh, oh. oh, with the McDonald's! Oh, I don't believe yeah. this! Yeah. Look at that! I think that's let's the... let's let's show the camera. Look this, at... I think this is an anger management podcast first, isn't it? Hey, like... Look at this! Oh my! I get leaked God. after I do. Proper looked after uh, by my missus. Now we have to sit here and smell it and watch it. Oh, no. That's nice, that is. Oh, no. That ain't no sharing bag. Absolutely (laughs) amazing. My my (laughs) missus' first uh, first appearance on the Anger Management podcast, and she brings me a magazine. Boomtown. That's why I married her. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not jealous, I promise. So I says says to the guy, I says, I'll tell you what you can do, right? Give give a plumber a ring. Saturday night, give him a ring. Ask him come fix your plumbing, right, your venue. Whatever he comes out for for three hours on a Saturday night, I'll do your gig for half that price. Mm. <laughs> and he says, well, well, I says, he wouldn't even come out to you, mate, would he? Would he on a Saturday no, yeah. night for any any cost? I, and, and this happens all the time. As soon as I see the word fundraiser, I'm like, oh, oh no, run off, just run off straight yeah. away as a fundraiser. And it even got to the point where, even with charity stuff, mm, it takes it, the, it, they just take the fucking I've piss. Been, I've been you can swear on this podcast, yeah, it's fine. I have had the piss taken massively. Use me PA. Everybody yeah, yeah, use yeah. me PA. I know there was one example at a local a local place. We went, we went as a local festival, if mm. I remember. So we, we went. We won't mention where or where or when. And I know you were there all day. Yeah. Um, using your, it was all everyone using your everybody. gear. Everybody. And they just refused to pay her at the end. They wow. refused to pay the agreed cost. Yeah. Disgusting. And unfortunately, and even I had a Christmas gig and a radio station used my PA and I still got nothing. <laughs> That's a proper shaft. Fucking hell. Did they ask you to bend over for that one as well? Yeah, just park it up there. Yeah. <laughs> At least Dick Turpin wore a mask. Well, um, that's it. I mean, that's just absolute trampled on, isn't it? Your goodwill hell. can go so far, but... Yeah, I know. There's, there's, there's goodwill and then there's taking piss, yeah. isn't there, surely? It's... I got to be where I was just getting too sensitive over it all and I just thought, I'm better than that. Yeah. It's not fair. No, of course not. You know, especially when one of the locals... When they dropped me for the following year and they paid a band £500 and they wouldn't pay me. Wouldn't pay you anything. Anything. And I'm not crap. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I'm not crap at all. The best of it is the irony is all the locals are like, oh, when are you on again, Fee? Well, ask them. Yeah. I'm on 2020. Oh, that's gone out the window. (laughs) Yeah. um, I think, I mean, obviously you're out of the industry now, Fee, but mm. I'm having massive, massive trouble trying to find um, proper paying gigs at the moment. Uh, I've got, you know, the vast majority of venues aren't having live music on no, anymore they because they it, won't mate. risk it. They won't risk it, you know, because yeah. obviously live music makes you die of viruses. Yeah, of course. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I've had some really good places where they'll, they'll throw money at you, but they're few and far between. They are, they are. The The problem now is venues, um, pubs, clubs, restaurants, etc. they've been closed for 30 months. They ain't got any money. Yeah. And the uh, first thing on the chopping block... And the thing block, is, like you just said, restaurants, most pubs are changing to food and <coughs> you don't want the drinking aspect of it anymore, which is what a pub's all about. Yeah, of course. But they're all turning to the food. You get, you, sometimes you get what you pay for, don't you? And if you pay cheap, you're going to get cheap. Yeah. Right? Someone like yourself who's probably been singing for years and really good at it. That's, what, that's why they pay us nothing on the radio. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Pay peanuts, you get monkeys. You pay nothing, you get mean Do a Kevin yeah. and Perry and pay you with eggs. That's it, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Fee, I wanted to ask you as well as... Well as um, 
being musical, you also did some modelling. Oh, yes. And you were an alternative model. <laughs> let, let me tell listeners, obviously obviously those um, who, who are ink, watching yeah. on YouTube can't tell, but Fiona's got some amazing tattoos. You're yeah, pretty, pretty much full-bodied, aren't yeah, you, Fee? Yeah. No, it's topped with the lockdown, you know. <laughs> due to the bloody lockdown, you can't do tattoos in a lockdown. But, um, yeah, it just pees me off when a, a tattoo model is, I've got one tattoo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm a tattoo model. <laughs> yeah, like, okay. like that one Phoebe has in Friends where it's like, it's, it's, oh, it's a the green earth. dot. <laughs> yeah. It's the earth from a long distance. Yeah. I'm an alternative tattoo model. Oh, no, you're oh. not fucking sharing. Well, they Fuck do get off. away with it, you know, as long as they've got one tattoo, they can be classed as a tattoo what model. They call them, aren't they like suicide models or, or something along them lines? I'm sure there's a... Suicide n- girls. That's it. But, but they, they're actually, some of them are really good, don't yeah, get me yeah. wrong, but I, I know what Fee's saying is, is some of them literally have like a, like a heart tattoo <laughs> on, on, their, on, the, on their elbow <laughs> and it's like yeah suicide girl yeah. it's like come on I ate myself last time I ate myself more last time I trimmed me piobs yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean I had numbing cream on it all that two seconds yes. of the ink going into your skin <laughs> yeah god I've, but, ne- um, I've never gone to that level of the numbing cream oh yeah <laughs> numbing cream even sounds bad but um, that was an, another. You're a very artistic person, aren't you, Fiona? I like and, to think and, I'm and creative. I, th- I think that was a, another avenue you went down. Again, something that's that's had to stop through the, mm. the whole COVID crisis, mm. as it's known. Is it something you'd ever think about again? Going into the again? Yeah. Uh, I think it'd crawl back in eventually, but um, you have to be in the zone because then again, people take the pee. You know, I mean, I've had. Plenty um, shoots where I've been paid, but you do a lot of community get, uh, shoots where it's a networking night. You'll go there and you, you know, you tried your best. You're looking as good as you can. And have you brought anything else with you? Can you just change into this? Hire <laughs> um, me, and then I'll wear something. Yeah, I'm about else. to say it's like I you don't know, work for free, this you know. For free, yeah. But they want you change into something else. It's, one guy even came second in a in a competition with one of me images and never even he didn't even ask me. He hadn't even asked me to put it on. So I'll pay you then. I'll pay you to to, yeah. to photograph me. But there is a lot of um a lot of good in modelling. There's a lot of good in it. It's mm. a good confidence builder, especially at the time I needed it. But it's like anything, people just start to be where they expect something out of you and they start walking on you a bit, so that's why I, yeah. think, I, I think it. I think it's the same throughout the art world yeah. and any kind of artistic endeavor. Because you class it as hobby. Well, that's it. Ninety-nine percent of people do something they don't want to do for a living. That's Basically, what happens. Yeah. And one percent of people, probably not even that, do what they want to do for a living. And there is a lot of jealousy that goes about, and people seem to think that because it's art and because mm. you enjoy it, mm. then you shouldn't be paid for it. And and that premise is is crazy to me, absolutely crazy. Yeah, no, I agree. And this is this is something else that <clears throat> I've I've had to be in my bonnet about this since the start of COVID and lockdown. Again, we won't get into the whole COVID madness, but this was something that really has pissed me off from the start. Entertainers, whatever kind of entertainment that might be, whether you're a, a painter, a poet, a musician, an actor. Radio whatever, presenter. Whatever, radio presenter, whatever it is. We are at the bottom, the bottom mm. of every list when it comes to um when it comes to necessary jobs, right? When it comes to 
what what do they call it? So well, nurses and doctors are, are you know they're the most important. Yeah, which important is understandable, jobs. of course. Yeah, right. Okay. Apparently, singers and musicians and artists are the least important. Mm. I would I would argue vehemently. I would mm. argue that we, after doctors and nurses and health professionals, we're the most important. Right? Because I'll say this to you: when you take away all the parts of life that are enjoyable, all the parts that bring you pleasure, all the parts that make you feel good, and all that you're left with is the drudgery mm. and the shit parts of life, what's the point in life? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Right? And we, people like you, Fiona, mm. and people like me, we're the people that bring that enjoyment to people's lives. Entertainers yeah, and artists, we're the people that bring that to, yeah, okay, so we might not be important from a physical point of view, Yeah. but are you telling me that artists and entertainers aren't important to people's mm. mental well-being? Yeah. We're Absolutely. the most important people. Well, it's a form of therapy, isn't it? Of like course it is. Yeah. But, um, you know yourself, because you make it look easy when you get up, people are very people think quick. It's a piece people of piss. are very quick to knock you. Yeah. They're very, very quick to knock you, and you will have had it where, oh, go on, mate, let me sing one. Go on, I'm ever so good. <laughs> go on, then. Oh, All right, Barry, fuck off. Yeah, there's the difference with me and you. Go on, I go, sit the fuck down, mate. I was mate. doing the down one night. <laughs> yeah. It was up the cross. This lad, oh, God, what are you doing next? Is a, a, a doll? Someone like you, oh, I can do that. Dead good. I said, can you, mate? He says, yeah. I said, come on, then. Get up. He'd been heckling me for ages. I said, come on, then. Get up. Get up. Get the mic. Really? I said, yeah, come on, if you're that good, have a go. <laughs> right, okay then. Fiery tin. He sounded an absolute fucking twat. <laughs> and, and was pissed. And he's there, and uh, I just looked at him and stood there in, like, you know, jaw-dropping. <laughs> I couldn't believe Me- it. And he just stands there, shitness. and he's still singing, and he goes, you're absolutely shit, aren't you, really? <laughs> And he says, don't be like, I said, just sit the fuck down now. I said, let me get on with it, will you? And I really did swear. Did he get paid? Did he bother? <laughs> but that's the thing, because you make it look easy, yeah, they're so quick yeah. to heckle you. Yeah. You know. Well, people don't, I, I always say this to, to anybody. I, I will say, okay, so I don't care what job it is that you do. If you're a, if you're a plumber, okay, or you're a, I know, you're, you're a hairdresser, yeah. right? Whatever it is that you do. I guarantee you, guarantee you, that I've done at least twice as many hours learning my craft mm. than you have, right? Yeah. Because I love what I do. So mm. I do it every... I haven't not practised music for 30 years mm. every day, right? Don't have a day off from it because I enjoy it and I do it all the time. So however many hours you've put into being a doctor, right? promise you I've put more hours mm. into what I do. I promise you. And people don't understand how much effort and how long it takes to become good at any form of art, not just being a, a, mm. a singer or, or a guitar player or any form of art. You mm. don't just pick it up and you can do it. No. You, you have to learn and you, and you have to spend every day practising at it. Yeah. And people, like Fiona says, people think you just get up there and, and it's like some some miraculous event where you can just mm. do it and then you go home and don't think about it again. Just, it's not like that at all. Just touching on like what Fiona's just been saying about um, like musicians as well. Obviously, because of COVID-19 and, and you can't go to gigs and you can't do you can't go and see live and there's artists out there, really good artists, and we have got some really good artists on the show today. 
and they can't go out and do the gigs. They can't mm. perfect the craft. They can't, you know, get new listeners and a, a wider audience. And and I'd like to think that this is what this podcast offers. This yeah. podcast offers that for musicians. Absolutely, Liam. Absolutely. That brings me on to our first song Ooh. of the evening. Very good. Um, very, very good link there for me. I know. That's, that's the radio practice we have. I know, sorry. Well done, I've mate. done this before. Yeah. It's, yeah. Not our, it's not our first rodeo. <laughs> no. We've been sent a we've been sent a song by um, a band called Eric and the Sioux, all the way from Toronto, in Canada, in Canada, mate. We unfortunately, are in it. Oh. unfortunately, Eric is a Toronto Maple Leaf supporter, <laughs> and I am a Senators fan. I'm wearing mm. my uh, wearing my third jersey just for you, Eric. Here, mate. There you go. <laughs> so Eric sent me this sent me this song through. I have listened to the first uh, the first thirty seconds minute of it, and it's ace. It's really good. Yeah, uh, this is a, a a lockdown-inspired song. Beautiful from Eric. I d- I've never met Eric before. He's uh, he's new to the, the anger management setup. Yes. Um, but this song's great. Um, he's on all the usual um, social media channnels. Yes. Give give the people a blurb. Yeah, but he's on Instagram. He's on Twitter. He is on Spotify, which I listened to a few of his songs earlier. Eric and the Sioux. Eric I and do the beli- Sioux. I do believe we are an international podcast. That, that's it. We've crossed the pond. I can't believe it. We can't believe it. Mate. No, but honestly, um, massive th- thank you to you, Eric, and uh, for sending songs for the podcast. Let's have a little listen. This is yeah, Eric and the Sioux. And it, I'll, I'll tell you what his song's called. She's older than me. Let's check it out.
Welcome back to the Anger Management Podcast. I'm Hello. Andy Stevenson. I'm Leo Simcox. I'm Fee Barker. Yeah. We're we've, still here. We've got our first female special guest in tonight. Yes. Equality. We're shouting <laughs> it from the rooftops. I'm special. <laughs> I, uh, I really enjoyed that sing. No, that, was sing, good, that. that song. Sing that song. was really song. good. <laughs> Eric and the Sioux. Very good. Um, yeah, Eric from, from Toronto, Canada. Yes. Um, thoughts on the track? Very, yeah, vintage you feel. Yeah. Fiona, yeah. you said it almost had a bit of a like a Rod Stewart yeah, yeah. vibe to it. Definitely. Liam Liam felt he was in a bar drowning his sorrows <laughs> after his <laughs> missus had left him. It was like very <laughs> Eric Clapton well, let's kind. Level. Yeah, really yeah, good though. I yeah, loved it. I thought it was a, a very nice song. Eric and the Sioux. Um, you can check him out on all the usual social media yes. platforms. Where does the name come from, I wonder? I don't mm. know. Maybe Eric could leave us a comment and let our listeners know. Yes. Um where obviously the Eric bit probably comes from his <laughs> name. called his name. Eric. But the Sue bit, I don't <laughs> know. Monica. Is it his wife? Is it his or daughter? Or is it Sue as in the Native the pu- Americans? The puppet off the Sooty Show. How is it spelled? S-double-O. Oh, so it's not that kind of Sue. Who knows? Let us know, Eric. Those of you who might have an idea, you could let us know as well. Liam will tell you where. Yes, you can find us on Facebook, Anger Management Studios, on Twitter, Anger Manage Pod, and we reached over 300 followers this week. Holy yeah. buggery. It was 100 last week, and now we're on 300, so massive wow. shout out to everyone. Global. I know. To... Eric must have shared it in <laughs> Toronto. <laughs> it must have. Yeah, we're on Instagram as well, Anger Management Studios, and uh, yeah, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and we're in the process of moving over to um, Apple Music and Amazon Music. I sent Liam a message earlier in the week. You did. I was, I was I'd just taking Litland to school. And I, was, I was coming back. I was trying to, you know, the crossroads up the road, Fee? Mm. I was trying to pull out there. <laughs> right? And they were doing some roadworks. Right? And I understand roadworks have got to be done. Right? Why? <laughs> Why? I'm trying to stay calm. I know this is a good Why, one. Why, when they put roadworks up, do they purposely put the signs in places where you can't see down the fucking road anymore? <laughs> Why do they do that, Liam? Please tell me. <laughs> we got a fucking clue, mate. So I, I pulled to the crossroads. I looked left, couldn't see up the road. Yeah. I looked right, couldn't see down the road. It's a fucking busy crossroads, oh, yeah. man. How the fuck am I supposed to safely pull out of a junction when their Muppets have covered all the fucking viewpoints? <laughs> was right? It, was there any... Um... Any um, traffic lights or anything like that? Or, like, they usually have, like, three-way traffic lights, don't they? Yeah. Was there anything like that, or is it just... Absolutely nothing. There was, like there nothing like there was a bloke no. with an iVis and his butt crack showing me. <laughs> that was it. No. That was what I'd got. <laughs> anyway, it got me It got me thinking about roadworks. <laughs> Liam wanted to mention a certain tunnel. In Stoke-on-Trent, yes. It's, um, anyone who's from Staffordshire who's listening right now, uh, it goes from a 50 to a 30 but yet there's works going on it's been like this for the last two years two, two years and there's, it. there's no one in it there's no works going on but I've yet... never seen a workman there ever. never neither have not I once and you're going down and for... it's a tunnel it's not like yeah. there's a school in there <laughs> no. it's a fucking <laughs> no. tunnel you're not slowing down oh admiring this work that hasn't been I mean, done I mean the worst you're going to get is like like a badger or a fox or <laughs> someone from the walking dead in there right it is me right <laughs> 
Well, yeah, you've said it now. <laughs> it's it just I'm flummoxed by it, absolutely, and I go, I go through every time doing thirty miles an hour, and I'm looking round for anyone doing any kind of there's work. There's nothing, is there? I've been there at midnight, and there's no one there doing any work. <laughs> Middle of the day, no work, right? But I tell you, when they actually start doing it, some fucking bloke will go, right? What we best do? Best time for work on that tunnel. <laughs> Eight o'clock till nine o'clock in the morning <laughs> yeah. and five till six at night. Yeah. What do you reckon, lads? Here's Time. another one for you. That gets me onto another one, oh, right? Oh, he's off. He's May- off. Oh, I am. <laughs> Soapbox. Soapbox feet. Me- right, OK, so my, my son's old school. I used to have to drive him into the city on a Monday morning, right? Mm. So the main road, is it the A52 or something? Mm. If he goes up towards yeah. Hanley in Stoke-on-Trent. Main road, right? So I go up there on a Monday morning, set off at half past seven, and I get, I get, uh, I don't know, probably eight mile away from the city, and the traffic is backed up mm. all the way, all the way into the city. Eight, probably seven, eight miles of traffic, right? And do you sure. know why it is? It's because somebody has decided that the best time to empty the bins on that road would be at eight o'clock on, <laughs> in the fucking morning, right? On a Monday morning, right? <laughs> Some town fucking planner has gone, yeah, lads, no, don't do the estates at that time. <laughs> do the main fucking roads. Do the main roads <laughs> and just fuck it up for everybody. That's fuck what em. you're best Fuck them. Fuck them. They can all be late for everything. <laughs> Eight o'clock in the morning. And, and, mate, it's insane, the bin lorries. And I, I feel so bad for the guys that, like, guys who are doing the bins because <laughs> every time someone finally gets past the bin lorry, it's fucking wankers. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not their bastard fault. They're yeah. just doing the route. I can't just... just I, I can't, I've, I've got another one. Another one. Oh, God. <laughs> I used to work all over the country, as Fiona well knows. I used to work with, with her sons and her ex-husband, Mark, who's another good friend of mine. Shout out, Mark, if you're listening. Um, we used to go everywhere, didn't we? We'd, we'd go up oh, to yeah. Scotland. We'd go right down to Southampton and everywhere in, in between, Birmingham, Manchester, where all the big venues are, and we'd, we'd mm. build build the big productions. So we spent a lot of time on the road, particularly, oh, yeah. particularly on the M6 and M1. The M6 is the worst road in the world. They've been revamping the M6 for 15 years. 15 years. And do you know what they've done? Nothing. They've, they've turned the hard shoulder into another lane. No. 15 years it's taken. Wasn't it Chris Rea's song, Road to Hell? Road to, that's exactly, and back from Hell as well. <laughs> 15 years, 15 years, smart highways. Smart, you must oh. have seen them when you've been driving. Yeah, yeah, smart. yeah. We are making this into a smart highway. What do you mean, like it's got an IQ 150. <laughs> <laughs> All you've fucking done is turn the old hard shoulder. And I'm driving along and I'm, I'm thinking, if I break down, I'm fucked. I'm about to say what that. What am I supposed to do? Wait, I'll br- but, break down and then get smashed but, by an articulated but, but lorry. But, Steve-o, it's, it's a smart motorway, mate. What does it do, like, fold itself <laughs> away or, or make another lane because it's dead smart? You know, it's bollocks, absolute bollocks. So they spent they spent 10 years doing it southbound from Stoke, so it would take three weeks to get to Birmingham, right? Yeah. They finally finished that. I was like, yes, yes, mint, I can finally get drive down the motorway properly. And then they did it northbound all the way to Manchester as well. So we were fucked going that way. And every time I would go up there, again, this is going back to the Mere Tunnel, but every time I would go up there, I'd get on the motorway and within within half a mile, I'd see the signs, road, road work starting in one mile, blah, blah, blah. And that, you just start seeing them, like, sporadically. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say, don't you? Just just dotted about, like, one. Cone. Yeah. one. There's a cone. 
another cone, and all of a sudden, <laughs> they're every. It is like The Walking Dead, <laughs> like the zombies, are, and they're everywhere. And there's millions of the fuckers everywhere, but they're not doing anything. They're there for no reason. I don't understand why they're there. And you go along, along, cone, 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 red and white, red and white, and then every now and again. <laughs> you get like a black and gold one. Well, or a green one. Just a purple fucker. Now, when I was a kid, there was only the bog standard cone. <laughs> These different coloured cones now. There's even blue ones. Diversity What's within cones. Di- diversity cone farming. Somebody <laughs> yeah. realised he's a big, big business in cones. <laughs> Probably. Well, I look at it like this. <laughs> if, if you had the patent on on traffic cones and you got like a tenth of a penny from each one, in this country you'd be a multi-billionaire. Basically. Because there's at least 10 billion of the fuckers on the M6. <laughs> cat's eyes as well. If you'd invent it, if you had a stake in cat's eyes, think of how many of them there are. But anyway, it kills me every single time I go anywhere, right? I remember going to Endon once, right? My old office was in Endon, and I left Kingsley Hall, and the journey swap, four and a half mile, takes me takes me 13 minutes, right? There was nine sets of roadworks and oh, traffic terrible lights. Terrible road. Nine. Terrible road. Nine sets. Stockton Brook. Yeah. I've never known a road like it. It was horrendous, and I just thought, I thought, Oh, they try and fill a quota or something. Is there something? <laughs> have they got to spend a certain amount in the budget else they don't get it next year? Yeah, you'll not get that Christmas bonus or like that. But no, I, I don't understand it. Another one, at the height of the lockdown, the height of the lockdown, I had to make, make an emergency journey somewhere. I can't remember what it was, something massively important, obviously. And um, no one was allowed to go work, right? No, I, I, I can't sit in a pub and play in front of 10 people and earn me living, right? And... I stopped at these roadworks and there was at least, at least 15 blokes with eye visies doing the, the fabled watching a bloke in a hole watching with a pickaxe. The one with the sh- right? And, the, and they were all the standing there shoulder. together. Yes, all yes. standing there together. And I'm like, so so number one, none of you doing anything. You're watching one bloke do all the work. But we, we've known about that for years. But I'm like... I can't actually sit in my car with someone out of another household. And yet you're all standing there yeah. with your own arms around each other's shoulders having a laugh. And I was like, well, how was that fucking work then? Yeah, look at this bird I'm talking Honestly, to on Instagram. Mate. Yeah, basically, right, that's what yeah. was getting on. <laughs> sort but your head out. I don't know, I don't know. But traffic cone farming, it, it kills me <laughs> every single time. Traffic cone farming, I love that. That's got to be a fucking title for this week's podcast. Tra- traffic, traffic cone, cone farming. farming. <laughs> Liam wanted to talk about um, motivational social media quotes. Oh, just fucking, oh. Oh, mate. Cringe weird. Yeah, like pissed though. off about this. Mm. Oh, just fucking, just do one. The this, worst it's... one is scroll down and you'll get seven years bad luck. It's no. oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, please go away from me. What, one like equals one prayer. Mm. <laughs> Fuck. If you don't press like on this, she is going to die. (laughs) Let her, let her have I personally love the old, um, when when there's like been some absolute catastrophe, something (laughs) horrifically, horrifically bad, like like a a building's blown up or fell down or something with, with loads of people and everybody gives it the, 
thoughts and prayers. Yeah, praying oh, for this. Oh, fuck off. Oh, my little heart is with you. Yeah. Or why not change a profile picture to a French flag or something like that? Because that's showing, yeah, that's <laughs> going to make a difference. Solidarity, mate. Yeah, yeah, that's going to make a difference. Absolutely but insane. But I'm, I'm not the, um, I'm, I'm quite, I can, you know. Tell, do, the one that you told me on, on the message was, was about <laughs> the, um, the, the, the lady and her husband sitting on the same set yeah. together. Yeah, oh, I thought that was it. This that was it. Oh, this fucking, it gets me so like, right, yeah, I'm going to paint a picture for you, for you listening right now. So, right, there's two settees in this room. Husband sat on one settee and he's just put on Facebook, oh, I'm so down, I'm fed up of life, I'm absolutely, I've had enough. And then <laughs> his wife, who's on next settee, has to put on the same status... You're an amazing husband. You have two beautiful daughters and you mean the absolute world to them and you are the sun to their moon and all this shit. And it's all like, this just, just tap him on the shoulder and, and like, ask him if he wants a brew. Yeah, That's all you and need I'm just to do, like, why do you have to? Why do you have to put this on social media? Why does this why need you, to yeah, be shared? Go, up, go over, give him a kiss and exactly. say, I love you. Exactly. You? And like, you know, cons- you know, sort him out. You know as well as me, guys, because it's all about attention. Oh. That's what it is. You know oh, it. It's just well, bullshit. Is feel like shit today. Yeah. I'm not going to go work. I'm getting off lying bed. Stop fucking clicking on them buttons then and going like, go sleep or something. What are they doing? You lying cunt. <laughs> Sorry, it's c word, but you are totally. He doesn't drop that bomb often. That must have pissed her off. But it's so true. It's so true. It it's evident. You're lying. It's like a Peter Kay and he'd give yeah. him three days. Work it yeah. in. Work it oh, oh, in. It's like I'm having a break from Facebook. I'm just so fed up. Two days later, <laughs> sharing this, sharing that, sharing this. What about the people who, who have had some horrific accidents um, and are in hospital but can still post on Facebook somehow oh. miraculously? Yeah. Yeah. That one always kills me. You know, I wonder where my taxpayers' money is going yeah. to. Oh, I wonder. <laughs> that wheelchair's not going to buy itself, is it? Mo- motiv- as regards motivational, though, I, I think the ones where they, they literally take a quote out of some book or some famous work yeah. and, and try and apply it to something that, that's going on currently, and I sit there and I, it just makes me cringe every The minion time. ones. Have you seen those ones? Yeah. It's just like some utter bullshit, and it's just pictures of minions like... And it's always like, I don't know, <laughs> divorcees, <laughs> like middle-aged people. I don't know, men, women, whoever you are, if you identify as a wheelie bin, that's fine. Then they just share them all over social media. And I'm like, why do you do this? Why, why do why, it? Why just... Oh. I, always, I always think if, if that's all you've got to share on social media... Wow, interesting or are you as a person? It is on me. Me, me and me, other half have been on this one because he's a guy, I'm not going to mention, but every single day he takes a picture of every single meal he's eating. Oh, we touched on we, this. We did, we did it is on the level, week. the cringeworthy is on the level yeah. of meal pictures. Oh, it's just... Yum yum in my tongue. <laughs> punch punch in your face. <laughs> just eat it. what you want to just, generally just do. Just eat it, that's eat fine. <laughs> I mean, what are what are they about? Like you say, is that all they've got to do in their life? Don't you just think it screams midlife crisis, though? And then they've just said, "I will, dear." Well, why are you eating that then? <laughs> Get off! It definitely is a midlife crisis. It, it, will, it will go with Luke in his Porsche Boxster. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> From last yeah, week. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's something <laughs> listeners could get in touch with. What is the um, definition of midlife crisis? Yeah. Mm, you know what I mean? I bought a yellow sports car. I remember that one. Remember that one? I remember when it smashed up at Shaw Park. Yeah, and I, I put asked, it through the edge. I asked you if the Lego pieces were going to be picked <laughs> up soon. <laughs> <laughs>
I put it straight to the edge, you did. Oh, dear. Although, I've got to defend myself. It wasn't actually my fault, that one wasn't. The former had been spreading shit. And they've uh, been pulling where where I yeah. spun it was right on the on the What's entrance been saying to about his it? farm. I, I don't know. He's spreading shit. Spreading shit. shit. And he got he got shit all over the all over the road. And I come round the corner, and with it being like a tiny little sports car, like a go kart, come round the corner, and that was it. There was just no grip. I was on mud. Go, and go I turned, gadget wheel. I turned my steering yeah. wheel and just I'd, I'd never even just went straight through the edge like that. There I was, just up just up from Bad Egg Bend. If you're listening, Jay, just up from the the one where you put your car through the edge. You think you're playing Mario Kart or something like yeah, that? Yeah, basically. That, that's that. How many times has that sign been knocked down, that road sign? It's weekly, weekly. It's oh, always no. getting knocked You know, there's actually, actually, they've put a new sign in and the old sign is in the edge. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I walked past it the other day, thought you couldn't even be asked. Pick the old sign up and get rid of it. <laughs> we um, we had a, a Graham poll last week. We did. Um, It was quite an interesting one. Those of you who did listen last week will know Luke's the Luke's story. Luke's story about <laughs> um, talking to his nan about his genital, genitals had me and Liam in fits of hysteria. I'm we trying, we almost couldn't continue the podcast. We were dying that much. I'm trying to keep it together right now. <laughs> Our Graham poll um, stemmed from that conversation, it and did. we were trying to we were trying to come up with the most polite way. If you did have to have a conversation with your nan or. Or, or granddad about your nether regions, um, what what would you use? Yeah. Um, I I went for meodes, which is a, a cheadle sort of cheadle area. Which phrase. encompasses your your yeah, shaft it, uh, and your balls, yeah, basically. The, the whole package. <laughs> yeah, that's the which, one. Which is what my missus would go for if it would yep. have been an option. Package. Package. Uh, Liam went for old me old man. Me old man. Yep. And um, Luke, of course, went for uh, member. <laughs> We went for member, which is uh, surely won the poll. I haven't well, seen the poll, no, Liam. I, I, you're you're going to tell us I'll what t- the results yes, are. I'm going to tell you what the results are. So this week we've been asking the listeners, what's the appropriate name for your penis? And your options were Meodes, which was Andy's choice, member, which was Luke's choice, and me old man, which was my choice. And with 100% of the votes, <laughs> yes. member yes. has come out on top. Never have I been so pleased to lose a Graham Paul. I know. He's the biggest member. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> He's the number one so, member. So member wins. Member it's wins, It's as simple yeah. as that. Yeah. Fee, you've got three boys. Three boys, yeah. Did you have any special... Uh, it would have been Widge, wouldn't it? Widge. <laughs> Widge. Todge. Yeah. Widge. Wipe your Widge. There you go. Take your Widge off. I use, my little one's nine. I use Widge. Tail. Yeah. I believe he's nine. Yeah, he's nine now, Fee. My, Je- my Jessica, 21 oh, next week. Yeah. Getting on. Where does it all go? Lies. Disappears, doesn't it? Lies, mate. We're going to have another song. Yes. Um, we were contacted by a, a gentleman called Pete Cole. Um, Pete is from um, Farnborough. Mm. And he does he does a compilation album. He's done this since 1991. Wow. A compilation album of local unsigned artists, which is fantastic. Yeah, of um, course. Brilliant. I was reading his blurb earlier, and apparently that the first half of those eight or so were on cassette, and wow. yeah, a long, long time ago. Obviously, wow, like as if it's a myth. I know. 
But like kids these days, they'll be like, "What's a cassette? A cassette. What's, what's, what's a that? CD? What's the you know? cassettes are great, especially ra- especially Ravage out of um, Soundwave and Trans- Transformers. Yeah, he was he was my favorite Transformer. But anyway, back on track, Liam. Sorry, 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 sorry. I wasn't even born so, in that one. So Pete was, Pete was <laughs> Pete was good enough. If he's got ten years on me. Oh well. Even you I. should say no way. Even I'm the youngster <laughs> today. Sorry. Really? Sorry. I'm the youngster today. Oh shit. Loving it, loving it. Oh, so um, Pete was kind enough to send us um, the latest um, release, which is the Farnborough Groove Volume 12, mm. um, with a collection of absolutely fantastic unsigned artists on. I, I've managed to listen to to most of them. There's no dead wood at all. Wow. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, Liam, and we're going to start. I'm going to try and play all the artists over the coming weeks if we can. So I thought yeah. we'd just start in alphabetical order. Um, so we're going to have a band called Atlantic Fire um, on first, um, and the song's called Carry Your Own Weight. Uh, they're a British rock band formed in 2015, and their blurb says synth heavy melodic indie rock. Ooh. Covering um, all bases. Yeah, yeah, covering a lot of bases there. Now, I have actually listened to, to this track, and it's quality, really, really good. So, Atlantic Fire, carry your own weight. Let's check it out. You can find them in all the usual places. Yes. You know it. Yes. Atlantic Fire, here we go. If I told you, would you cry? It cannot be over yet There's more time than that Another thing to ask This is not the end So carry your own weight To trust in love this time This is not 
Carry your own weight to trust in love this time. I'll always forgive you. This is not the end. So carry. Atlantic Fire. Mm. Fantastic good, song. Very nice. Love the strings in that yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful Wasn't expecting song. it. Here on the Anger Management podcast with me, Andy Stevenson. Melium Simcox. And our special guest, Dee Barker. There we go. I really yes. enjoyed that track. No, I did. It mm. felt like a, a, a band, a 90s band called Embrace, mm. um, that I really, really liked. I, I had that, that feel with the, str- the sweeping strings. Mm. Felt very much like that. And we were just saying off air, um, every single song that we've played on the Anger Management podcast so far over five episodes has been all unsigned music. Mm. Yes. And it's all been fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. Um, so much better than any of the shat I've listened to in the <laughs> yeah. charts for about 20 years. Yeah. I just can't listen to any autotune bullcrap oh, anymore. It no. kills me. Or but, sampled. Um, yeah, that was um, that was Atlantic Fire. Um, Liam, where can we find them if we want to listen to them? You can find them on Amazon, on... Um, the usual Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music, Spotify. Apple Music, the usual. Like, I think that's the main ones. Give them a, uh, give them a hunt and give yes, them a listen. Check them out, guys, Because yeah. I thought that was fantastic. If they have mm. more songs like that, then I'll definitely be giving Absolutely. them more. That a was listen. that was Atlantic Fire with Carry Your Own Weight. So, um, I wanted to touch on uh, something that really, really gets on my tats. Oh, God, another one. Yeah, there's loads of stuff. <laughs> I know. It's what we base this podcast on. This is the around. Anger Management podcast, after all. Takeaway workers, right? Oh. I'm, I know plenty of people listening to this podcast perhaps do work in fast food restaurants or takeaways or whatever, right? And credit to you, you know, it's a tough job a lot of the time. I've just got one little piece of advice for you, okay? Get the fucking order right. <laughs> oh, God. 
it. That's it. We need another trigger warning. Get the fucking order. So when I go to McDonald's, <laughs> right, and I go through the drive-thru, and I order me food, and I order some chicken nuggets, McNuggets. What part of a chicken's a muck? <laughs> oh, no. Right, so I order me chicken McNuggets, mm-hmm. and I always say to the, la- to the lass or the lad behind the counter, I always go, have you put me sauces in? And he'll always go... Yes, mate, yes, yes, I'll put your sauces in. And now, it's at the point now where I actually open the bag in front of him <laughs> and, and go, go... No, you haven't. Where? <laughs> uh, aren't they in your bag? No, that's why I've just asked you, mate. <laughs> just asked you, check, aren't I? And you've just told me they're in. So you're, you're lying you're to me. You're either incompetent or <laughs> a fucking bullshitter, right? And they both made me angry. Both of those situations make me angry. Right, and it's even worse when you're in a bit of a rush and you don't check and you get home and your barbecue fucking sauce is Oh, don't get me started. Don't get me started. Fucking first world problems. Oh, yeah, coming back to that again. If I says to you, right, I want a double cheeseburger with no cheese. Mm. So to me, that is just bun, burger, bun, right? Yeah, with no salad. Yeah, yeah, no no nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So obviously I have to go through the drive-thru at this, uh, this fast food chain that will remain unnamed. Uh, no, it's McDonald's, fuck it. And um, I'll ask for it, and I'll just say no cheese or anything like completely plain, and it comes through, and it even says on the sticker yeah. on the burger, <laughs> plain, no cheese, and I'll, I'll like, we'll get back home, my girlfriend will open a burger up, because she doesn't like cheese, and she'll open it up, and it's smothered in cheese. And I'm like, for fuck's sake, just how hard is it? You've stuck the sticker on, you have made that. Someone has made that with the sticker saying plain, Shocking. no cheese. And it's just ridiculous. I, I, I would question somebody who doesn't like cheese, though, I have to say. I love, oh, I love cheese. cheese. I love cheese. Yeah, but that's not cheese. It's Yeah. It's rubber. It's reconstituted <laughs> whey protein. Saturated shite. Total ming. And also, when you order from a takeaway mm. and they bring you food, mm. right, how often do they get it right? Mm. You, I, know, I know you have a particular issue with oh, this, Fee. Two like hours away to the other. Two hours away Fuck me. Two hours and the phone up. We do you live know. in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah but still. Fun, I phoned up and I, I'd never like to be rude to somebody. Outwardly rude is not necessary. So I phoned up. Look, mate, I know you're Unless busy. Unless they get your age wrong. No, you're busy, yeah. <laughs> no, you're busy, but, you know, we've waited a bit now. You know, we're over and out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five minutes coming to you. Five minutes coming to you. Right. Two hours later. Mate, me food still hasn't come. It's coming now. He's he's down the road. It came, and I'm not joking. Not one thing was right on the order. <laughs> Basically giving you someone else's food. <laughs> Somebody else's food. <laughs> Luckily, they chose really nice things. Oh, and they right, tasted right. good. Oh. After we two got 50 hours, quid's worth of munch instead of a cold burger. <laughs> but I, I after paid two 10 hours, quid. I was not bothered what I was getting. I then was they come ravenous. back and say, oh, we've got orders wrong. I'm like, don't matter, mate, I've had it. You can fuck off. See you in a bit. And then he's like, when you when you come again, we will honour you with, uh, you know, that's not the bloody point, is he, mate, really? <laughs> I'm hungry now, yeah, mate. I was hungry now. I was ravenous two hours ago. Now <laughs> my legs are looking like really appetising. <laughs> I had threatened a guy once as a takeaway. Oh, he, dear. He, he made me miss his cry. No. He did, mate, he did. She, she'd she ordered some food when she used to run the local pub. She'd ordered some food. And um, she had a family emergency. She'd ordered some food for, I think, some of the people that were maybe playing crib or something yeah. down there. And she had a family, or someone, I can't remember exactly what happened. Someone had an emergency and, and the crib didn't happen or something. She had to ring up and cancel the order. And the bloke on the end of the phone threatened her. So... 
Rudy. What did he say? Steve-O was not very happy at all. So he kind of got told I was going to come down. Penfold. I'm Penfold. Oh, crumbs to him. But yeah, it was, yeah, not one of my finest moments. But yeah, he didn't mouth off again. So it worked. I take it you never went back there then or? Well, no. No, I still see the delivery guy all the time. He's dead nice, the delivery guy is, and he was like, mate, the dude's a total bell end. Mm. I'm surprised you didn't just punch him. Oh, right. Like, again, I won't say who it was, because I might get him in trouble, but yeah, never never been no. there again. But um, it's first of all problems. I, w- I wanted to, my missus wanted me to um, make sure that listeners were aware of this regarding um, last week's first world problem segment oh god yes because you dropped her in it <laughs> she um she wasn't very happy with me oh dear oh yeah. dear she really wasn't very happy with me and it was because we'd mentioned um her first world problem that morning of, of the day of the podcast which was she'd lost a shit because my son had got jam in the butter so so let me get this straight she's mad at you because she mentioned it on last no, week's no. podcast so now you mention it again on this yeah, week's yeah. podcast absolutely are you, absolutely, are you looking mate. for a divorce you or something what? so i'm going to i'm going to quote i'm going to quote here from oh, okay. uh, from yesterday okay it wasn't just in the butter it was everywhere floor counter fridge door handle milk what? and on the sofa <laughs> milk I think on the outside, on the milk, mm. on the, on on the bottle. Right? So basically, my son had managed to mow up the entire kitchen <laughs> in jam, right? But I, I'm not sure why she was telling me this, because I don't, I don't think that makes it any less of a first world problem. It's still a first world, <laughs> yeah, but it's still, it is definitely it's a, first still world a bit problem. of jam on your fridge door handle. And it? on your milk. It's and not, on your everything It's not else. exactly your well that you, that you walk 20 miles to every day's dried up. <laughs> basically. It, you know what I mean? So I'm sorry, babe. I'm not having it. Still, first world problem. I'm oh, afraid she's gonna kill you. Exactly. What Shout it was. out, Sam. <laughs> I wanted to touch on something that Fiona wanted to talk about, um, which was you. You encompassed it as therapy, mm-hmm. fee, but it was therapy, not not particularly from a professional viewpoint. But what do we all do for ourselves and for our families? Um, for a bit of therapy in such a mad, crazy world at the moment, how do we cope? How do we, mm. what do we do, and how do we cope with the stresses of life? The str- I mean, life's stressful enough in normal times. The last thirty months have been horrific, yes, as we of course, all know. Yeah. What do we all do? What? How do we cope, and how do we bring ourselves down to to a level where we can stay relatively chilled and relatively positive? Because it's hard sometimes. Mm. It's really hard. What do you, What do we do? What do, do you for do for free? For free is more to the point because, you know, everybody's gone through the financial difficulties, haven't they, like you say? Yeah. So what I've generally started to do, because I do a hell of a lot of walking because I can't drive, so it's either... You don't want drivers, there's traffic fucking cones everywhere. Outside, it's either bike or on the feet. And um, we love where we live. We're very fortunate. I'm very fortunate where I live, very fortunate, and I, I respect it massively. So I thought, well, I might as well walk along with a bag and a stick and start picking some litter up. And it sounds a bit lame, and it sounds a bit like Christ above how old are you, you know, I mean. But it gives me a bit of a buzz. I get it cleared up, and I feel I'm doing a bit for the community because I can't stand litter. 
I, I think that's brilliant. Exactly the same as I you feel. It really, really, especially like under McDonald's. They'll soon have dropped it, it out, out of oh, the yeah. car window. And you don't realise just how clean it is around here. The moment you go a few miles out yeah, of these yeah. two villages, yeah. you notice the increase yeah. in litter. And it's disgusting. And Cheadle, bless it, it's terrible now. It's I, absolutely disgusting. I've always hated littering, Fiona, mainly, I suppose, because I've grown up around here where we take pride in, in yeah. not littering. And you go but into a city a or even a town. But it comes from a very young age, though, Steve. It does. does. Yeah. My mum and dad instilled it into me. My I remember doing Josh's washing one week when he was a little. He was, it was his school. It was, he'd broke up from school, so it was all the stuff being washed: coats, shoes, you know, trousers, everything. And I emptied his coat, and I said, "For God's sake, Josh, can't you put your paper in the bin?" He said, "Well, what would you sooner have? In my pocket or on the floor?" He says, "You told me not to drop it." I couldn't fold so it. Just stored it off. So his pockets full of every kind of like Kit Kat wrappers, everything. But it's stayed with him. They don't do it. They don't drop it. That's yeah. it. And I, I think it's something that is instilled in you as a child from, I from a young age. I watched something on Tally the other week, and it was shocking the amount of litter on beaches. Was it the Stoke? Yeah, it was right. on beaches and in the sea. The amount of plastic what's in in the oceans. It's. I couldn't watch it. It was that upsetting. Oh, no, it does I mean I could that. not put myself through watching it because I just thought, what in God's name is there for, like the little ones now, like you say, Joey's nine. You know, what is there for him unless somebody starts doing something drastic? And all it is is take it home and put it in a bloody bin. That's all it is. Don't be a dirty munter and leave it on the bloody beach. Yeah. You know. It's, it's shocking. Dirty munters. Dirty munter. And I look the word munter up and I know what it means. But it's, it's just dirty it's just basic decency in it like you like you just touched on like you brought up with morals and stuff like that and you don't just chuck shit on it like you go to any McDonald's car park any it's just mowed up and they just it's everywhere it's they literally it, provide yeah. like 50 bins for you to yeah, exactly. shit in. why there's the rats populating yeah. Yeah. everywhere and because I feel sorry the two bone them. idle put them in the bloody bin I feel sorry for workers that have to go out and clean it all up after see, people see that would be that, my ultimate job that you know, would. would I'd would love you? that <laughs> I would love that job <laughs> So Fiona, yeah. Fiona gets a relaxation so and, and a, a little bit of a kick <laughs> from um, from going around the local area and helping to yeah. pick the litter up. Great. It does more good. up there than yeah, you realise. Yeah. Yeah. Mentally, no, it's, it's a good, good clear up, honestly. Because you do get a little bit of, you know, I mean, you'd be surprised the amount of rubbish. You've, even you've in made the a difference, haven't you? Like You've yeah. made a difference to community and stuff like that. Well, even like in the fields down here, you know, I mean, you know when they've been bailing? So the black wrap goes everywhere. Yeah. And it's in the edges and it's in, there was netting the other day and I thought, if something doesn't move it, something's going to get trapped in yeah, it. You yeah. know? And I am all about nature and stuff. And I, you know, I do get very upset, when, especially what they've done down Tudel recently, the fires and everything. Well, that's that's something yeah. else that, that I wanted to yeah. discuss. We'll, we'll move on to that in a, in a second, Fiona, because that is something that... that I think people will be interested in, even though it is a local. I genuinely local shed a tear over that because that was an area I played in as a kid. So I just don't get what they get out of it. I don't no. understand it another, at all. Another one as well um, is face masks that you see oh all God. over the floor. What's going on? I have no idea. That's what I mean. I just find it so disgusting that Did you it just goes everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fair enough. Obviously, we've been advised in the UK to like have a fresh one for um, every time we go out, which is fair enough. But there's no excuse to just throw Dropping it on the floor. Them. Of course not. It's They're throwing them out of cars as yeah, you go yeah. along. That's gen that's definitely happening. Yeah. 
I don't get it. I just no. never have You done. see them, there's a hospital around the around the corner from the studio um, and you see them all the time. You see face masks on the on the, the road across mm. there. Oh, People no. have just come out of work and just thrown them on the it's floor. It's disgusting. It know. is disgusting. Liam, yes. yourself, what do you do to um, cope with the, the stresses? What therapy do you give yourself? Um, and don't just say pot noodle and crack one off I know that's what you were thinking no um so for me obviously I'm, I'm quite fortunate to be within radio I've been in radio since 2019 and uh, I have my own show um and obviously I'm lucky enough to do the sports show with you Andy on, on a Saturday as well um apart from that I do this podcast which obviously helps me out with my, my mental health and stuff like that I don't suffer with anything I don't have anxiety or depression or anything like that I haven't been diagnosed with anything like that but I have good days and I have bad days but I, I, I know I know you you I'm sure you won't mind me touching on no, it of course you, not. You, you had you had a bit of a tough couple of weeks yes. last year didn't you yes. the height of the lockdown yeah, lockdown it, issues it, it, and towards... obviously we couldn't do the radio no. we, we couldn't do the th- all the things you've just mentioned then which which bring you a little bit of peace of mind. Yeah, of course. And um, we couldn't do any of them. And I, I know when we finally got back on the radio, I hadn't been able to get hold of you for a couple of weeks. Yeah. You said you'd had a bit of a bit of a bad time. Yeah, just just like just doom and gloom. That's all it seems to be. I mean, it like obviously with COVID and we can't see his friends and we and obviously like saying we couldn't do the radio and we and this was before this podcast started. And uh, I didn't know what to do with myself. Whereas now I'm I'm playing. Um, I got football training on a Tuesday. I do my radio show on a Wednesday. Is, is this after you've been running uh, or before yeah, you've been I'll running? I'll get to that. I'll get to that. And uh, I like to just sometimes just chill out and just as as simple as it sounds, but just play PlayStation or mm. whatever games console you're playing. Just just chill out and lose yourself in it for a few hours and just you know. I think it's having that escape from re- reality, isn't it? I, th- yeah. I think that's what what music does. I think that's what sport does. I think that's what the TV or video games or whatever whatever it is that people do. I, I think I think the secret is to do. A little bit as of as many things as you can, yeah, just just to take you because real life, real life's hard. A lot of a lot of the time, it is. Yeah. And in the last thirteen months, with with our freedoms and liberties being as restricted as they have been, whether that's right or wrong is is a debate for another day. But that's what has happened, and it it's been very very difficult. And for somebody like me, I've again like yourself, Liam. I've had, I've never suffered with mental health issues no. or or. Stress, particular. I get stressed with work stress and the normal stresses yeah, that people yeah, have. But I've always been okay, really. But the last thirteen months, for me personally, have been so difficult because not only has my professional life been taken away with me, away from me, but music and everything involved with music is my entire social life as well. Mm. Yeah, everything revolves around it. Band practice and gigging. Yeah, going, just going to the pub and stuff uh, like that and uh, seeing exactly. your friends and that, you can't. And it's all, for me, it's been, it's been everything mm. that's been taken away and it's been really, really difficult. So I've I've found a few different ways of coping. I've, I've actually recorded two full albums, um, one with my band Round in Circles and one with my side project band with my drummer, Gaz, um, we we play under the names um, Storms and Sunrises, so we've got two albums waiting to be released when we can actually go out and play them. So you can imagine that's taken up a lot of mm. my time, and it distracts me. I'm never yeah. happier than when I'm when I'm actually making music. But even then, my missus will berate me because I'll end up sitting in here for twenty hours <laughs> for five days in a row. I have to try and do other things. I like. I like walking, like mm. Euphie, I do a lot yeah. of walking. I like riding my motorbike. I get out and I just ride for, for miles and miles. Mm. 
And it's anything where you can clear your head. To form a detachment, isn't yeah. it, at the end of I it. even play a little bit of farming simulator. No. no I do, mate. Yeah. I do. Just chills me. Chills the biggest me. issue for me over the lockdown has been my youngest son, who, you know, has special needs. And you've said, like, you know, mental health. Yeah. Um, and George actually had... Um, he tested positive a few months if ago. You just, ta- you just tell the listeners a little bit of background for, on but George. George Fee. is 18 now, um, and I only saw him twice last year over the lockdown. I haven't seen him at all this year. Jesus. Um, and I spoke to the lady what's um, helping George now, one of his main carers. He's actually moved into adult care now. He moved on his 18th birthday. And he's severely autistic. It's called global mental delay. So everything around George is effective. Um, I'd put George mentally about four. Um, He's on antidepressants now. Um, You pair will know what it's like going through puberty with a normal ability. So put that on the extreme. Liam's still suffering with it. Yeah, I know. As all men do. As all men do. He's been trying to grow a beard since I've known him. Look, I'm I'm trying now. Not not much happening there, mate. I know. Like a pool table. (laughs) Well, he's he's struggling a lot at the moment because he's moved house and everything's different. He was. He's been. George has been in the same residential care since he was nearly nine. Wow. Till he was eighteen. And and if you explain to, to our listeners how how it difficult to, it, right, has it been well, for you and for George. Basically the I had to make the ultimate decision of George going into care. Yeah. And for a long time I couldn't even mouth the word care. I couldn't say it. Because everybody associates children in care with somebody that's been removed from that yeah, family. Yeah, like neglected or, or neglected something like that. Neglected or yeah. a form of abuse yeah, has yeah. gone on. It was very, very different from that. We love George with all his hearts, all of us do. But George could not cope with living in the normal house setting. And I had to make the ultimate decision for George to go into residential care. And he was three weeks off nine when he went in. And he just moved into his own house at 18 on his 18th birthday. So he was in there as a child. Oh, he's house. already achieved more than we did at About 18. About to say. So, yeah, he's done wonders. But you can understand that, uh, you see, it doesn't phase George in a sense. How, how, is, how, is it all, how has it all affected you, Fiona? Because I know you're very close with your children. And how is it, I mean, for your, your other kids, it's a case of them calling around and seeing you, you know, there's, yeah. you know yeah. or, or, or chatting to you on the I phone. Now, you can't really do that with George. No, so. I feel now, now that he's gone into adult, that I've completely and utterly lost him. I've struggled massively. And that's why I've got into the litter picking to go yeah. actually for. I've struggled massively over this lockdown because I haven't seen him. I've had no proper contact with him. He's very limited verbally. Mm. Um, he knows who you are, don't get me wrong, but you've got to have contact with him for him to, to know that. And the, these are the kind of stories that seem to slip under the radar with the, with the whole COVID um, the whole COVID situation. These, these stories aren't the ones that are told. They're not the ones that, that get out there. People, yeah. people don't realise. So it's, it's nice to, to hear yeah, that, that point of view. But I, I think as regards... I think as regards um, Mental health, and as as regards how how we can give it, how we can give ourselves therapy, I think we can help each other as well. And we we promote this quite often on our radio yes, we shows. Do. We Liam. are big advocates for for mental health, aren't we? Uh, I th- I think that people 
people become so wrapped up in their own their own world. I think it's a very isolated world now. I think yes, that of course. The kids these days are completely and utterly uh, insular, mm. and and these these isn't the same feeling of a community for a child that there was like when I was growing up, like you were growing up. You know, it was all I'm about football. Still growing up, I football am. Football down the wreck. You know, cricket, like you're saying. Yeah. Everybody involved themselves in big groups of, of, you know, teenagers. And it weren't anything wrong going on. You just out and having a laugh. You don't see that anymore. No. You don't see it. No. You know, and you know, you know old kids have to have a phone. You see them coming out of primary school, twiddling on a phone. You know, I was talking to somebody yesterday and... When I grew up, we had one phone in the house, and you didn't touch that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You get killed by yeah. your dad if you, you made ringing? a phone call. Who are you ringing? Yeah. My mother. Who are you ringing? Is it a long call? Yeah. I'm ringing Dubai. She had yeah. a box <laughs> at the no side of, of the phone. She had a box at the side of the phone for put some in if you used it, so it went to the bill. Oh yes. Wow. Oh yes. Not like now, no. you know, kids, seven, eight, and they've got a bloody phone. They've, they're on contracts as well, like 50, yeah, 60 yeah, quid yeah. contracts, it's and sick. I think, what well, the How fuck? are you earning that? You're not up sweeping a chimney, are you? But no. you know what you do? You blame the parent, you don't blame the kid. No. The kid ain't doing it, the no. parents do Yeah, it. yeah, no, I agree. It's ridiculous. The world's gone mad. <laughs> it has gone mad. I agree. And on that note, we're going to have another song. Ooh. Um, this is another that was sent by Pete, Pete Coley, we mentioned earlier. Yes. Mm-hmm. This band's called, I, I, honestly, guys, if I pronounce this incorrectly, I am <laughs> Not sorry. Not going to butcher it, yeah. I think it's Barrera. Oh, yeah, that's how I'd Barrera. say it. Barrera, yeah. yeah. And the song's called The Last Night of Our Lives. And Barrera, uh, from their blurb, I've noticed they're an alt, alternate rock band from Guildford. Guildford? Yeah, Guildford, sorry. yeah. Um, formed in early 2020, so just before yeah, lockdown. Like so, I was, new. so I was wondering, I'm sure maybe they'd, they'd leave us a comment or, or let us know how, how this came about. How have you managed to record? How have you managed to practice? How have mm. you managed to get a, a, around mm. the bullshit? Um, considering you only formed, so you, at the most you could have had two and a half months, three months of practice, and yet you've you've done enough to make this cracking song. What, mm. what we're going to play now. And like I say, the song is called The Last Night of Our Lives. Let's check it out. Barrera. Mm. They're on all the usual places. Basically, yeah. <laughs> you know it, Liam. <laughs> I won't make you read the blurb again. <laughs> Barrera. Let's check them out.
That was Barrera on the mm. Anger Management podcast. That was great. That was a lovely song. It was, Very wasn't nice. it? Mm. I, uh, For an early 2000s... I, tw- I thought it was garbage. I thought it sounded like garbage, oh. the band. Oh. Way. Oh. There what, it is. I see what it did there. There you go, Barrera. Was that in early 2020 as well they started as well? Yeah, mm. so, was... so I'm not sure how they've managed to... No, I'm about um, to say, that was... To, to if they make music going. like that as well... So let let us know, Barrera. Get, drop us a comment and let us know how, how you've gone on with rehearsal and practice and recording and all that in the last 12 months because it's been difficult. Or you can send us a voice clip. Oh, exp- a voice clip, Explaining yeah. to us how you're coping and stuff like that. I'd be interested. I'd be interested to know. My band, we haven't been able to practice at all. Mm. Um, it's It's been been unbearable for us but that was Barrera anyway absolutely fantastic song we hope Uh, we're saying your name right as well yeah if I'm not (laughs) I do apologise I don't apologise much in this podcast but if I've cocked your name up then I do apologise the song's called The Last Night of Our Lives Barrera they're on all the usual platforms yes um, all the usual social media platforms Um, check them out guys let us know what you think Um, I wanted to uh, with us having a a lady on the show Mm. I wanted to discuss something that constantly 
puzzles me all the time. And that is, when we talk to each other as men, Liam, right? yes. if I say to you, um, I don't want to, I'm tired, ah, or okay. if I say, um, I've hurt my arm, or if I say to you, whatever it may be, if You've I say to you, yeah, I've had a good time, yeah. right? Whatever it may be, you, if I say, yeah, I've had a good time, you will think, oh, he's had a good time, yeah. right? Women's brains don't seem to work oh, like that. No. If I said, I've had a good time, my missus would probably take that to me and um, I, I want to chuck myself off a cliff. What? Right? <laughs> and I don't understand it, right? Uh, the one, one I had the other, the other day was I went upstairs and I said to my lady, are you, go are you going out? She was just getting changed. Like, I was like, are you going out? And she says, no. No, I'm not going out. I was like, oh, all right then. I came back in here in the studio, working away. No more than five minutes later, she comes in. She says, "I'm off. I've got to go. Uh, I've got to go have my second jab, and uh, I've, got go, I've got to go get my glasses fixed." I was like, I, I "Just like five minutes. Not even five <laughs> minutes ago, I've just said, are you going out?' And you've just point blank gone, "No, I'm no. not going out." I said, "So the no, I'm not going out meant, yeah, I am going out," and she was like. I didn't think you meant, are oh, you going out? That's what she actually said. She said, I didn't think you meant, are oh, you going out? She's going out, and out. I, and I said, I said the words, <laughs> are you going out? Right? <laughs> and if I said that to you, Liam, yeah, yeah. you would think, I oh, just asked me if I'm going out. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Yeah. Right? Fee, mm -hmm. as a woman, right, if I said to you, are yeah, you going out? Apparently, my missus said, oh, I thought you meant, are you going out, out? Yeah, That's I get what the out, said. out situation. Are you going out, out? Out, out, out. Please, as, in... as a woman, explain what that fucking bollocks <laughs> means. Right, so her going to her glasses and get a jab isn't going out. That's just going, getting stuff done. Yeah, but it's going out. She's going well, she she out, out, gets out. in a car and she's goes out. She's not going out, out. But where... I didn't ask her if she was going out, out. But she was leaving <laughs> the premises, yeah. So going out. But she wasn't going out, out. She's popped out. She was just going out, get stuff done. Bollocks. <laughs> Big difference. Absolute <laughs> bollocks. But I'm older, you see, so when I'm going out, I'm going out. That's it. Yeah. I'm not going out, out anytime, so I wouldn't <laughs> so worry. So basically, what you're saying is for a lot of... A a lot of women, there are different stages of out. Yes. The word out can be used in degrees. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Absolute ah. bollocks. <laughs> Absolute I feel like I need a, a, a graph or a vent diagram yeah. or something yeah, like yeah. that. <laughs> Absolute madness, that is. So, so what my point is, is why do women, or a lot of women, not all women, why do they take the stuff that us idiot blokes say because they haven't totally, learned, literally, they or haven't, not literally at all. They haven't learnt the craft of men yet. No. That's why. Uh, like I say, I'm a lot older. I'm a lot older. You know, I'm on the off century. Blame, blame, blame. No, you're not. No, oh, don't be sorry. No, you're sorry. Come on. No, this is where you're you not. Get in <laughs> this is where you get your chance back. So you'll, get your other, you'll get your other eye blacked in a minute. Oh, no. So I've done the going out out. <laughs> But you, there is different level. I think you just start thinking differently, don't you? As but you're woman. only 21, Fiona. I don't know. <laughs> Fee just looked at me then and looked Too at soon. me and went, I think you start thinking you, a bit differently as you, you get know, as a woman. You know that you think differently now as a man as you've got into the 40 bracket. Oh. I've, I've only just made it to 40, though, yes. I don't really, I don't I, really feel any different than right, 39. When are you 41? 
September. Yeah, it's only about four off. <laughs> so once I think I, I was saying this earlier, and the big difference how you function and think once you've gone into the different decades makes things far different. And how women perceive men once you get older, you don't bite to the literal way of men's thinking as you do. Because we are you're... very literal beings. Men, men are very men literal. Are. We, men we, are very literal. We usually, most just, of us, will say what we think because that's we're what we arsoles, think. We're just arseholes, aren't we, really, to be fair? But that's that's <laughs> what I don't understand. You get called an arsehole for actually just being straight <laughs> See, up. See, I prefer the straightforward approach. Does this dress yeah. look nice? No, no you look It's all right, shit. but yeah, it's yeah. not your best. You might not yeah. want to hear that you've put weight on or you look a twat in what you're wearing, but you'd prefer to know it. I think, well, you'd prefer to know it, but I don't mm. think a lot of women would prefer to know it, Fee. I'm, I really I'm don't. a point blank head on. Just tell yeah, me how you it's always, yeah, yeah. Always no, I like that. But I, I, no, I, I don't, I sort of never really know what, what to expect. Sometimes I find myself going, well, should I, should I say that? Is there a, is there a, <laughs> is more there a safe answer? Yeah, is there a more diplomatic way of, <laughs> of saying them shoes you've bought are a waste of fucking money it's or whatever back. it may be? <laughs> Is there a more diplomatic way? I don't think there is. I'll tell you one that gets me. Two words. I'm fine. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh, Liam. I hate those words. See, this is what I say. You see, you're still young, so when she's saying she's fine, she ain't fine. I'm young. Oh, I'll take that. I'll take that. And when she says she don't want anything for a birthday, she's talking She means she shit. wants everything she for wants a birthday. lots. Yes. <laughs> she just doesn't want you to say, what would you like? <laughs> Get on with it yourself and don't think for yourself. Her. Don't her ask her what she yeah. wants. Just go for it. Do it. Yeah. But when she says I don't want it, she does. Yeah. This is what I don't understand, though. I, I swear that if I was married to my best mate, Chris, right, there'd be none of this shit. It'd just be like... Oh, I've often thought about being want, a lesbian, Ducky, what, don't you worry? What do you want for your birthday, you? I think the world um, would be a far nicer place if I'd gone to, into the lesbian bracket. <laughs> so I can understand that you need to be with your own kind to function in a day. <laughs> you know, it, 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 we do think very differently. Men and women do think, but I think that's necessary. There is a necessary well, this, thing. This is, a, this is a big social thing at the moment, isn't it, where men, men, we're having it rammed down the throats that men and women have got to be equal in all things at all times. And I, uh, you know, I think that's bollocks. Men and women are completely different and good and bad at, at different things. I think what has in, to be instead of, put on the same level is the respect of the person. That's all that matters. Absolutely agree with that. 100% fee. I, I just wish that we could accept the fact that we are different and trying to force us to be the same is, is pointless because we're not the same. Men and women well, are no. totally comes different. From this day, and, and I am not bothered about the sexuality of any person. I am not bothered at all. It is irrelevant to me. But because there's so, different, so many different types of sexuality now, you know, you've got your pan, your trans, and everything's thrown in, mm. that... It's hard to now to cipher out what is male and what is female. That's basically what's happening because yeah. they're all encroaching in every... You know what I mean? It, that's man, that's woman. How many different sexualities is there now? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. You could be... There's a hell of a lot. You <laughs> could be anything sexual, couldn't you, really, I think these the days? Thing is what does it matter? No. That's what yeah, gets yeah. me. You are what you are at the end of the day. Like, if I had a son or a daughter and they came out as gay, bi, transgender, it whatever, it doesn't matter. You'd still love that them through the art. Exactly. Exactly. But you're getting it rum down your throat. Sexuality is is 
like putting little bits into adverts now, you know, where <laughs> they're throwing like, you know, the gay couple into like even frigging DFS or something like that now, aren't they? Yeah, where, yeah, I've well, seen it's that. almost like like people are being tokenized all the time. It, it's like, oh, oh, well, well, we'll have to have someone of that race and we'll have to have someone of that oh, gender. We'll God. have to have someone of that sexuality. And it's like, wh- why? I, I tell you what, have you watched matter. that thing? We're on... all human beings. Have you watched aren't that we? thing? Anyway, let's get let's get back onto a lighter note. I wanted to <laughs> I, another one that that kills me with with women, right? Oh God! Jewelry. What's the fascination? Mm. What is the fascination with jewelry? They're just fucking bling, rocks. Bling. Saying that though, they're just got fucking stones no, and rocks out the bastard ground. If I went in the fucking garden, came back with a rock and went, "There you go, happy birthday." <laughs> right, like, what do you fucking say? Some coal. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Oh. But it, 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 you know, I want a diamond. It's a fucking stone. The ground. No, I uh, I bought my girlfriend uh, a ring on the the first Christmas we had together as a couple way back when, 2016. She'll kill me if I get that wrong. And um, she only, I only paid like 30 quid for it. It was only for Christmas, you. It, you know. And uh, and it she had it for three four years. It did really well, and then it just faded away. It did really well. Well, like, no, set like, up a business. No, it, <laughs> Yeah. Met a nice bird. <laughs> got a good mortgage. A couple of kids and a lovely <laughs> and, house. And some little diamonds. Bought a nice car. <laughs> you know, but uh, no, obviously what I'm it saying. Did really well for itself, that like diamond. <laughs> it lasted long is what I'm trying Fuck to say, say, and it didn't fall apart as you get some band, some uh, some rings and stuff like that. And it were only cheap, and it was it really well, did really well. Yeah, I'll say it again. And then uh, I bought one from uh, another jeweller, very uh, like, I think it was last year or year before, and I paid three times as more for this, this separate ring, right? I thought, right, she's had this one for years. I'll have a, buy a really nice one. I'm not kidding. It got to Boxing Day and it fell apart. Did it? I was like, no, she, you know, not having it. So I took it back and re- receipt and everything like that. And it uh, basically, and it were, oh, what's it called? It's alum- plated, plated ring. Mm. So it weren't a proper ring. It was like a plated and it were all crap underneath. And I got my money back and stuff like that. And uh, then I went... All 30 quid of it, mate. No, it, uh, no I'm not kidding. This this new one were about 80 quid for this ring. And I thought, fucking Holy hell. Holy shit. Yeah, and I'm like, it's a Yorkshire man. That's mad. And uh, so then I bought a new one and uh, that was similar sort of price range. Like, well, like 40, 50 quid. And she's had it ever since. She's never had problems with that. Mm. So I, I could, it's going to take a lot of buyers of brew donations to buy another yes. one of those rings, Liam. But necklaces, though, I'm I'm bad for breaking necklaces because when I'm <laughs> my girlfriend likes to leave a necklace on all oh, the time, so, ripping parts of her clothing <laughs> off. The necklace goes with leave me it, necklace on. Leave me necklace on, Liam. <laughs> to leave a donation to the Anger Management Podcast, you can find us in the LinkedIn. Notes. So um, no, but I like to I like to spoon in bed, right? And obviously, uh-huh. and. Uh, <laughs> Look at Steve-O's face. And uh, obviously, as I'm putting my arm underneath her to, like, to spoon... He's more of a ladle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor Andy. Honestly, me, Poor me Andy. and my missus are and, terrible. And I we, always we... end up snapping the necklace, so I obviously have to pay for a new one, and I must do it about four or five times. My girlfriend just decided, after five years of being together, I'm not going to wear any jewellery anymore. Yeah, she, only keeps, she, she wears a ring still, but no necklaces, no earrings, no nothing. Unless we're going out, out, out. Out, out. Out, out. See, me, me and my learning. lady are the opposite of cuddly sleepers. I can't, we like, have to have our own space. I, I, I can't... I'm very claustrophobic. You know I'm claustrophobic, mm. don't you, Fee? And I can't, when somebody's in my space, even my own wife, I have to have my own 
section where I've, where I've kind of <laughs> I love how you're doing like your arms. I was, I'm just yeah. ma- measuring out my circle of death. Building a trench around where he sleeps. Another one, another one I wanted to ask. Right? Oh, dear. This, this wasn't... I, I, can't, I can't remember I think I had this conversation maybe with my sister. Um, stuff that should be kept in the fridge or kept in the cupboards. Right. right? Oh. And the two that I've got, the two that piss me off massively. I feel right? a Graham Paul coming on with this. No, well, <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I was thinking, a good Graham. <laughs> so, number one, chocolate. Right? Fridge. I agree. Fridge. Oh. It hurts me teeth. It hurts me teeth. So oh. you to, Are you a cupboarder? Got to be covered and the one, that, the one more than anything else, and my my missus, I have dis- discussed this with her, and she does do this now, right? Keep the fucking squash in the fucking fridge. I've got one. Keep for it you. in the fridge, I've please. Got, I've got one for you. Sauces. So like your ketchup, Sauces your mayonnaise, barbecue. See, mango's in the cupboard. Mango's in the cupboard as well. Oh, oh, shit. I don't want me Tommy sauce open, too cold. They've got to be in the fridge. Oh, oh shit. No. No, perhaps that's why I keep waking up with extreme <laughs> diarrhoea in the middle yeah, of the night. You've got to be in the fridge. But no, the one for me is juice. Juice is the big juice, one. Because yeah. I, I, I always think when, peop, when people give you, you go to someone's house, you want to drink, I'll oh, just have a glass of juice or something. And they bring you tepid, warm fucking juice. And I always think two, two things. Keep your juice in the fridge and run the fucking cold tap. <laughs> right? Run the cold tap because that first six inches of water that's come out your tap it's gonna right, be lukewarm. Is, is hot. It's yeah. basically like you've flammed in me glass. <laughs> it's fucking neat. Oh, Andy. I can't stand it, mate. Honestly, can't stand it. It really, really gets me goat. Thanks for that image. So so I think that might be a Graham Paul for us this yes. week, Liam. Should juice be kept yes. in the fridge? That's a good one, yeah. You can find us on Anger oh, Manage Pod. Are we all, just before you start, Liam, Sorry. are we all in agreement yeah, with that one? Yeah, yeah. Juice yeah. in the fridge. Yes. Give them the blurb, Liam. Yes. Give them the blurb. If you want to cast your vote, it'll just be a simple yes or no, to be fair. Is juice... Well, no, I'll tell you what. The fridge or cupboard are your two options. You can find us on Anger Manage Pod on Twitter. Should juice be kept in the fridge or in the cupboard? Have your say. My missus rips on me for saying the word juice as well. She's got it because I'm always going on about, about poses on... Um, on social media, you know, you know. For those of you who are watching on the YouTube, when they when they take the pictures like this, oh yeah, <laughs> the camera slightly bobbing, oh, yeah, they're always the, doing yeah, that, yeah. that pout thing with the lips, right? They have to stretch their arm out. So I hammer everybody all the time about that. And anyway, we were in New Zealand a couple of years ago, and we were actually at oh, I can't remember where the place is called. It's where they filmed a specific scene in Lord of the Rings. Great film. And um, my missus wanted to go to the, these like rocks and cliffs where we're walking down there. And I was taking a picture of me and my missus with the the rocks in the background. And I just happened, as I was clicking it, I happened to think of something. And I, th- I thought, I think missus has left the juice in the car because <laughs> it was hot. And I said the word juice. Now, if you say it to yourselves, or those of you at home listening, say the word juice. And as you get to the ooh part, just stop your lips, right? That's where you are. Oh. And I was doing that that just as I've clicked it. So it looks perfectly like I'm doing the, the Instagram the model. Duck pal <laughs> sort of pose lip like filler, yeah. And she hammers me all. Every time I ever take a picture, she'll go, say juice. <laughs> <laughs> say juice. Say fucking juice. She Honestly. loves you, really. She does love me. She bought me a Macca's this oh, evening. Just rub it in, mate. Whilst on air. Mm. Just rub it in. I mean, you don't get better than that, do you, really? <laughs> We're going to have the final song of the evening. Oh. Um, this is a lad who you first touched base with, I think. Yes. He sent, sent you a message on Twitter, On Twitter, it? yes. Um, it's a gentleman called 
Jack Gill. Mm. And Jack, um, Jack has sent me his latest release. I think maybe it's just come out or coming out in a few days. I'm sure yes. Liam will be able to tell us when we come back. Um, the song is called With Me. And I've had a little look at the at Jack's blurb. Um, he's got all rock, Mersey beat influences. Mm, it's from and, Liverpool. And he says uh, his track is dedicated to the artists who helped him develop his sound. Wow. Now, I've actually listened to this this song and it's mint. Wow. Um, so I know Jack has been on a on a social media overload yes. beast mode today. Big shout Get, out, Jack. Yeah, thanks for that, Jack. He's been smashing this um, smashing this podcast to every yeah. corner of the globe. He's, he's put it on Instagram, he's put it on Twitter, he's shared it on Facebook. So yeah, big shout out to you, Jack. Thanks, thanks. Jack. Thanks, Cheers, Jack. Mate. So we're gonna we're gonna check out this song. It's Jack Gill, and the song is called With Me. Live 
That was Jack Gill on the Anger Management mm. podcast. Great. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed that song. Thanks for uh, sending it over. Thanks for opening a dialogue with our very own Liam Simcox. Yes. Jack. Yes. Thanks for getting in touch, Jack. That is me on Anger Managed Pod on Twitter. So, yeah, you have been speaking to me. And thank you very much for sending it in. I found uh, I found that was a, almost a little bit smashing pumpkins there. A um, little bit of Bob Dylan mixed yeah. in. And uh, I could hear a little bit of John Power. <laughs> With the yeah. with the accent coming through, which is uh, obviously the Scouse accent, I, I could hear a little bit of a twang coming through. Yeah. John Power was was cast in The Laws, if you mm. remember The Laws, Very and good. there she goes. Very different. But yeah, yeah, re- really yeah. enjoyed that. I was, I was just about to say, like, you don't really hear an harmonica much, in, especially in modern songs. It's more sampled and stuff like that. But that, that's it. It sounded to me, from an engineer standpoint, it sounded like re- real drums, real bass. It didn't sound like it, like there was much, if any, sampling going on at all there. Um, so nice to see that style of um, production still still going on for yeah. someone so young um, but thanks for that Jack yeah, absolutely cheers, Jack. fantastic, fantastic. you, you can much. find him at all the usual places yes um, Spotify yeah. you know how it is just touching on his Spotify he's uh, this song that we've just played on the live on the Angerman on the Anger Management podcast, put my teeth back in, has go. had over 15,000 streams in over 20 countries and been added to more than 20 playlists on Spotify alone. Good work. That's Jack Gill with the song With Me. Check him out, guys. Yeah, brilliant. Cheers, Jack. We're nearly done. It's I the know. last segment. Jürgen Klock has spoken. <laughs> Jürgen Klock, <laughs> bringing it back. And we're, we're going back to, um, very, very quickly, I just wanted to ask you um, one question as we do at the end of every single episode mm-hmm. um the one for me this week is me and fiona were talking off air about fiona quit drinking didn't you a long mm. time ago 14 years this year 14 wow. years of um of teetotal totally which is totally that was good that. Totally, totally. <laughs> totally. <laughs> was um, that intentional or <laughs> happy <totally>. accident <laughs> oh god <laughs> <laughs> i've managed to quit smoking over mm-hmm. over recent years, did it stunt um, your growth? <laughs> not, not, not more than usual. No. <laughs> Stick knife in, Fiona. <laughs> Stick knife in. But um, I wanted to ask you guys if you could have one vice mm. with no consequences. It might be food. Food. Yeah. Well, like you just just eat, eat any eat whatever crap you and want. Not have any consequence. Yeah, just eat. Loads so you of could shit. you could just lie there in bed munching yeah, on pies and yeah. donuts and stuff. I've got a really bad uh, appetite as I've got uh, older, so sugar is my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Comfort sugar. <laughs> yeah. So if I could get away with just sitting and eating donuts like Homer, you know, then I'd do it. Yeah. So how would it? Yeah, I don't drink, do I? So that's why true. not? I keep myself relatively active. You know what it's like with the joints seizing up and everything. So, yeah, if I can trough, I'm going to trough. <laughs> Liam? I'd, I'd, have to, I'd probably have to agree. I'd have to say food as well because, obviously, since being on this, this diet plan for the last week and a half, and it's killing me. I haven't touched sugar, and I'm, that is my worst sugar thing is for odd. sugar. Mm. It's, it's awful. It's, mm. I, you know, and, um, yeah, I'm saying... And, 
I'm busy eating all these salads and and f- air, air, air fried bollocks and all that shit. I mean, even even sounds horrible. Yeah, I know. And I just want a Chinese, and I just want a KFC or a McDonald's or something nice for my dinner. I'm sick of going to like I don't know a supermarket like Morrison's or Tesco and getting like a meal deal and the it's thing a salad. Is that and I'm like, I just can't be Do you want an extra slice of tomato with that? Yeah. <laughs> God, let's live. <laughs> yeah, but that's what gets me. Like, um, that'd be me, food. I could just eat shit all day. And uh, that'll be me alarm going off on my phone. I do apologise. Sorry. Sorry. And uh, yeah, another one is what I don't understand, just touching on food, is a double cheeseburger will cost £1.20 in the UK. A salad will cost Two pound fifty. And there you go. And there's, <laughs> and there's your problem. It's like wrong, isn't it? And there's your so problem. How the fuck are we meant to get fit and eat you healthy? You go in a supermarket. If you buy, if you buy to eat healthy, you go in it Morrison's. It wrong. will cost you twice as much it's as wrong. buying yeah, shit. So for me, if I could just sit and eat takeaways, Chinese, I'd eat Chinese every day, all Chinese week. food. Yes, thank you. Not, not dog, <laughs> not dog or all like that. Yeah, just Chinese food. I'm very lucky. My my stepmom's Chinese. Oh, nice. And um, so she makes us proper, proper Chinese oh. food from her hometown. And honestly, mate, it's nothing like the no, sloppy, greasy turd you get yeah. from, I'm coming from to your the takeaways. House, it's amazing, mate. So shout out, Helen, for yeah. your amazing... Um, she makes this duck thing in this soup. Oh, I'm starting to dribble a bit now. So I know, I know. I'm on a diet here. Oh, mate. He's bloody McDonald's sitting there. I don't know about frigging Chinese. Don't offer us any, does it? So mine, mine's a bit of a strange one. One. As as you guys know, I I've got a lot of problems with with inju- uh, injuries I had from mm. I've got from a bad accident when I was nineteen. I fell through a roof and I I had a lot lot of broken bones and I have big trouble with my back, my pelvis, my arm, everything. My vice has become playing sport. Ah, because ah. for me, I as Fiona will tell you, she's known known me since I was a little kid, and sport has always been. Everything for me, my football, my cricket, my tennis. Um, I used to play street hockey, table tennis. I, I just love sport, and it just bloody hurts so much to play now. I started playing cricket again back down at Oakamore. So shout out to all the guys at Oakamore. And I put me all in. I give it me all, and and you know. I can't help myself but give it me all, but I pay the price for it every time. And I'm only forty. I'm not. I'm not old, and I've been a good sportsman. I've been a good standard footballer and tennis player, etc., etc. And it kills me. It's like, it's like I have to pay the price. Mm. It's like almost like 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 people who take drugs, and it might be a big high. And then you pay the price the next day. You go out and you drink ten pints. You pay the price with your hangover the next day. And for me, it kills me. I can't. I can't give it up. I can't. It's like almost like an addiction well, it's because it's I love, a form of a drug, I love it? sport and it makes me feel so good. And I'm all, I'm not too bad while I'm actually playing. No, it's after. But the day after, and I mean, even an hour after I finish, I get you, home and I can't get out of the bath. I can't. Mm. So yeah. stiff. Yeah. I can't Do you know what move. the irony of it is? Me with my litter picking, because I suffer with chronic pain. I have got osteoarthritis and I've got chronic pain through nerve damage from when George Blessing was at home and I used to have challenges every single day, so I had beatings every day. Yeah. And it's damaged the nerves in my arms. Now, to do the litter picking, while I'm doing it, sounds nothing. You know, you're, you're gripping your stick. Yeah, yeah. Following little... day, 
Can't lift a kettle can't up. Can't move. Oh. Can't lift a kettle up because it's damaged the nerves in my hands. But it's it's annoying. It, it is it is annoying. It's heartbreaking every, every because time you want I'm, your body, you want what your body won't allow. That's it. And you know, I, I'm not stupid. I'm forty. I don't expect be. I don't be expect be fit like like when I was seventeen. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not saying that. Yeah. Exactly. But it, it's. I think if I could have one. One vice, I suppose it is a vice if you look at it like that. One thing that I could do yeah, it's, uh, and not have to pay a price for it. It's a level it. of self-destruction, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. We've uh, we've almost run out of time. I know. Liam, remind everybody about our Graham poll again before we go. Yes. So we're asking this week, where do you keep your juice? In the fridge <laughs> or in the cupboard? Or where should you keep your juice? Yeah. Maybe you have to you keep it somewhere because your missus <laughs> says it's got to be there. Yeah. And you're like, just put it in the fucking fridge. Gun to your head, you've got to put it in here. So, yeah, that'll be live on the Twitter page at AngerManagePod. Head over there, cash your vote, and we'll display the results next week. If you get chance, um, buy us a brew. Yeah, buy us <laughs> a brew. We're going to be promoting this um, this scheme over the coming weeks. Yes, Black of course. Brew, 50p each. It's yeah. a pound. Even, that's yeah, it. that's it. If you want to be super generous, you get fee brew as well. Yeah. That's £1.50. Yeah. Three sugars. So <laughs> any, any any contribution that you do kindly give to us goes 100% towards supporting the podcast and it just goes to things like electric equipment, maintaining and stuff like that. So it does really help us out We're a lot. getting some new microphones. We're moving <sighs> into a new premises as we yes. have touched upon before. Yes. Uh, we're just waiting for some building work to be finished. So we, we are planning on any donations that do come in we're going to put towards these microphones that we, yes. we need to get um, so every little helps massive shout out to our donation last week again yes absolutely we, we, won't, we won't mention Wee. names because um, we're not sure if, if that's too crass but thank you yes. if you are listening massive thank you thank for the you. donation it's our first one it made me feel all warm and fuzzy <laughs> I can't believe it it did anyway it's been the Anger Management Podcast. I'd like to say thank you to Fiona Barker for yes. joining for us. Me. Thank you very much for coming on. It's been, been nice to have a have a female presence yes. for once. It gives us validity. Yes. Uh, it that, does. You've just been, that's the like only been reason used. you're here. So we can't, so here, can't have any comments saying, oh, it's all men, this yeah, is just three events. No, no, no. It's not a sausage party anymore, Watch dudes. episode five and what then come back. What woman have you met that talks like that? I won't know. Well. <laughs> he's only met his missus ever <laughs> and his mum. The only, only women he's ever known. When we leave, I'm going to try and hold Fiona from um, giving him a beating. Not another one. <laughs> Molestation. He's <laughs> <laughs> been looking. Next week, uh, next week we aren't exactly sure who's going to be our guest yet. We've got we've got the rest of the uh, rest of the series all filled up. We, we have got a spot open next week. If anybody does fancy being on the Anger Management podcast, mm. drop mm. us a comment. Yes, and uh, you let know, us know. We will have anyone on here. <laughs> Literally. Fiona. Cheers. 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 <laughs> Thanks for the big up. <laughs> but in all seriousness, it's been a pleasure for you. Thanks, yeah, yeah. Thanks for Cheers. coming Thank in. For Thanks for having, having a chat with Thank us. Thank you. And um, yeah, you've been listening to the Anger Management Podcast with me, Andy Stevenson. And me, Liam Simcox. And uh, we'll catch you again next time. We will. Thanks, dudes. Cheers. See you later. See you later.